You want more than just the headlines? Find out what's going on and what it means with me, Dennis Prager, this morning at 11, right here on AM 560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan, and in for Amy this morning, Sean from Elmwood Park. And, uh, you know, why would Christine Blase 4 come forward? There's nothing in it for her. Why would anybody put themselves through this? Uh, this uh, uh, yesterday, Christina Blaze Ford has been nominated for a University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill Distinguished Alumna Award for speaking truth to power, quote unquote, by going public with the allegations against Supreme Court nominee, then now Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, what Blaze Ford did on September 27, 2008, was something that was extraordinary in how ordinary it was. She told the truth about a sexual yeah. assault she experienced when she was 15 years old at the hands of Judge Brett Kavanaugh, wrote North Carolina English professor Dr. Jennifer Ho in the letter nominating Ford for the Distinguished Alumna Jennifer Award. Ho. What was her name? Ho, H-O. Oh. Mm-hmm. And what about the million dollars in the GoFundMe? Just a little tip, a little cherry on the Sunday. Not to mention she is now touted. As royalty among the social engineering frauds calling themselves Democrats? The only Ford who deserves a Distinguished Alumnus Award is Phil, the great all-American basketball player. Uh, but, uh, you know, this goes to something that Victor Davis Hanson said when we had him on the show about Ford, which I thought was a pretty good insight. You know, it's again, uh, it's possible uh, something happened to her. It's possible that uh, she... Um, also has reviewed her life at the age of 55, however old she is, 51. You know, Three. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and um, she's not happy with where her life is. And so she goes back through her life and she thinks about things that happened to her and maybe some this uh, assault happened to her at some point. And um, she decides that uh, uh, she needs a high-profile target to make this a meaningful moment in her life that she can leverage to improve her life in the present. Well, that's possible, but it's also possible that she was institutionalized for saying, you know, I'm Henry VIII, I am, on a constant loop. I mean, anything's possible. No, that's not possible because we would have the medical records for that. Yeah, that's actually be... not possible. Um, but it, it's just, you know, that there is this, this notion, as Thoreau said, that the mass of men go to, uh, the mass of men lives quiet lives of desperation, they go to the graves with the song still in their heart. And you just wonder if that's part of this. That, but, but, you know, somebody is not happy with their lot in life, and so they seize an opportunity. I mean, I think it's just very difficult to predict why everybody does what, uh, what they do. And, uh, you know, we're often left scratching our heads at why people do things they do. The psychology oh. of the psychology of, the, of, 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 of human beings it's not always so uh, black and white, so straightforward. Well, you're going to hit me with Thoreau, and I'll just give you a little Billy Brown from the corner who said people lie because they want the attention. All right? Okay. There you go. All right. Thoreau. Uh, and so uh, when um, they go low, we kick them. We go where? Eric Holder building the uh, case against civility that uh, Hillary Clinton launched this week. It is time for us as Democrats to be as tough as they are, to be as dedicated as they are, to be as committed as they are. 
Michelle always says, Michelle Obama, I love her, you know, <coughs> she and my wife like really tight, um, which always scares me and Barack. <laughs> but Michelle always says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No, no. When they go low, we kick them. <laughs> I'm not going to have to pretend Michelle Obama is pretty again, am I? Those are fighting words for our next guests, the first ladies of punditry. They got a movie coming out, Dummy Crats, uh, and it's uh, they got a screening uh, next week on the fifteenth. They are get ready for it. Diamond and Silk, who join us now. Diamond and Silk, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you, thank, thank you, you for having us. us. All right, so that you've got this uh, movie screening uh, for uh, Dummy Crats on October fifteenth. Tell me about that first. Oh, well, you know, the president is draining the swamp, so what we're doing is exposing the swamp and Democrats. Mm -hmm. um, we are showing the hypocrisy on the left, um, how the ones that's running around talking about we have to impeach 45, we go into their district and see what's going on in their district. We're giving you the truth with proof. We're not holding anything back. Mm -hmm. We're giving you the facts. And we're giving it to you straight from the gate. So go to DummyCrashTheMovie.com to get your tickets. It premieres in theaters October the 15th nationwide. And that's DummyCrashTheMovie.com. And if you look at the name of this particular movie, it fits the Democrats perfectly. <laughs> because you got to be dumb to think it's okay to go around and terrorize other Americans. That's right. So this that is makes what you a terrorist. This is the question I have for you. I, I, first of all, I, I, I think that the reality of social engineering ends in calamity and the results are are what some of our communities are experiencing right now for instance i think that ghettos are government made okay so i think that's very important so i've watched uh, you know as as trump came on the scene he wasn't my number one guy i liked ted cruz me and then as he became the ultimate choice i accepted that but moreover donald trump will be hopefully he wins if they run another socialist against him but eventually he will not be the nominee and he will not be the president. My question is to you, are you recognizing the fact that social engineering on a whole has a specific purpose to control certain sections of our community? And is that what you're rejecting full out? So will your oh, support absolutely. of the Republicans live longer than Trump? Let's let's go back. Let's look at the first the, the party that does certain things. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the Democratic Party as a whole. Let's look at back in the days. You mentioned the ghettos. Let's just Linda B. Look at what Linda B. Johnson said. We give enough to keep them quiet, but not enough to make a difference. That's right. Let's look at what uh, uh, the Democrats, the party of slavery, the party of KKK, the party of Jim Crow. Now let's look at today. We have the party of what Antifa, the party that's pushing socialism, so people can be oppressed and suppressed. Yes, the same type tactics are happening today, and I am very concerned about that. But what we need to do is we need to push people to the polls to me to vote Republican. Vote red, vote Republican. If not, we're not going to know our country. That's because, right. like you said, what happens after 2024? Who runs next? And, and God forbid if a Democrat get in and something like a socialist Democrat get in. I mean, we, we're not going to have a country. And so... Um, uh what do you think of where the Republicans are right now and how the president and Republicans are trying to generate continued enthusiasm for voting on November 6th by leveraging what we saw from Democrats during the Kavanaugh confirmation? 
I think that the president is galvanizing the mm-hmm. whole nation. No, no, really. Well, what we saw that ha- what happened with Kavanaugh, people didn't like that. People felt uncomfortable. Let me tell you something, especially minorities. If you know what it feels like to be done injusticely in this country, That's where, right. where somebody accused you of something that you didn't do. And people you, spend time in jail for something they did not do. Right. So you have a lot of people that was on Kavanaugh's side. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of people switching their party to Republican because they felt uncomfortable of the politics that were being played with somebody's life, somebody's livelihood, the character, the mere character assassination, how they took the Me Too movement, politicized it, and used it as a weapon to weaponize that against somebody. We have a constitution that protects us in this country. That's you right. are innocent and to proven guilty, not the other way around. So the country is galvanized, intensified. We are going to be marching to the polls. They exactly. want to kick us. The only reason they want to kick us is because they don't have no talking points. They don't have no facts. We're giving it to you with facts. When we're right, we fight, but we fight with facts. They want to fight with their fists and violence. Keep exactly. it moving. We have to march to the polls. Vote red. Vote Republican. Because if not, America as we know it is dead. And especially what? now that you see these Democrats going around acting like a terrorist group, terrorizing other Americans, you have to be out of your mind to vote for a party that don't give two cents about human life. Right. Well, there's another way to get them to stop being so uncivil. Uh, and Hillary Clinton presented uh, an option, a proposal. Uh, <coughs> all you have to do is give them congressional majorities, and then they'll be civil again. So we could just do that. Okay, but listen to me. So they want to take power. That's what I call a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. That's what I call a dictator. You can't, this ain't no dictatorship around here. And Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton need to go somewhere and sit down. They don't hold no power, no clout, no weight. We're not paying them any attention. We don't plan to give them back power. We plan, we planning a red tsunami mm-hmm. is what we're planning in these midterms because people are tired of their antics and their rhetoric. That's it's right. the same old, same old. The Democratic Party didn't come to the table for civil rights. They didn't come to the table for tax cuts. They don't come to the table for anything. And you think we want to give them power again? What? For what? what? For them to take away our tax cuts? For them to send our jobs overseas? Remember, Obama said these jobs wouldn't come back. So he gave you a few food steps and an Obama phone uh-huh. about minutes, okay? Listen, the jobs are back. People are thriving. And people want to continue to feel the success that's happening in this country. And you can't do it up under a Democrat, that's baby. That's right. You're going to have right. to vote red. You're going to have to vote Republican. All that's right. the diamond and suck I was waiting Now, here's the thing, ladies. I'm going to help you a little bit because your voices are bigger. There's two of you. You got the uh-huh and the whole nine yards. So I'm going to help you a little bit. I don't think it's so much that Trump is galvanized as socialists have polarized. So here's my coin phrase of the day. The weather underground has taken over the Democrat Party. Now, you take that line and you run with it, and I'll let you know it's trademarked later, and you'll owe me a check, okay? Like Cap... <laughs> Like Kaepernick's uh, face and hair. Yeah, yeah Diana trademark. Ross got yeah. that trademark. Wait till he gets hit with that bill. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Diamond Ahsoka, you, you, on advice of counsel, I, I suggest you don't <laughs> respond to anything that you just heard. Uh, so let me uh, ask you this. Uh, Melania Trump, the first lady, mm-hmm. sits down for this uh, expansive interview with ABC News. It's going to be aired tomorrow night, but we've seen a couple of snippets with her talking about her time as first lady, talking about the Me Too movement. Um, Melania Trump as a political asset. What's your uh, take on her? Well, listen, we love our first lady. She's beautiful. She's poised. Unlike other first ladies, you didn't have to remake her or make her over. Remake. So she has what it takes. We know that she's over there in Africa doing what she do. We love the first lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do. I, I love the way she carries herself, and she makes us all proud. She makes us proud. We love her. 
Now, are you worried, uh, because we've seen a number of op-eds this week in the New York Times, uh, Alexis Grinnell t- um, talking about uh, how white women have uh, are gender traitors and uh, that uh, her stupid uterus um, still believes that uh, women should be believed. And now with the Kavanaugh thing, women who are victims of sexual assault are no longer going to be believed. So there's a lot of hand-wringing on the left of what to tell their daughters. What would you tell people to tell their daughters? Okay, first of all, I would tell people to tell their daughters, whenever a sexual assault happens to you, don't run to a senator, go to a police. That's the first thing. And don't wait 36 years to tell somebody. Uh Go ahead. And if something significant happened in your life, you're going to remember the facts and key details Mm -hmm. of it. If it was significant, if it bothered you, you will never forget certain aspects of it. Another thing, Dr. Ford, when she went up there with the disheveled hair and the baby talk and the body language, Mm -hmm. her body language showed that it was all an act. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can see it. Remember, she's a psychologist. And I think that she did women a disservice because people that has truly and really been abused, that knows the facts and the details, look, they know it. You you, you don't even know certain elements. You're telling me that this happened in a house. You ran out. It was nothing but you, your friends, and some boys in the house. But you left your friends there with some assaulters. You don't know how you get got home. Sound like you was dropped. To me, now that's my own personal opinion. But what I would tell daughters, if you are being abused by anyone, you go directly to the police. Not go to a senator. Not politicize this here to try to garner attention. Because she done made out with, what, close to a million dollars, if not a million dollars. And now they treat her like she's something special. But what about Kavanaugh? His legacy is ruined. Mm -hmm. It's a stitch on it. All because of what they did. They took that Me Too movement, politicized that, and they used it as a weapon to weaponize that against Kavanaugh. And that was they are the first ladies of punditry, Diamond and Silk, the movie Dummy Crats, uh, movie screening October 15th. And where do they go to get information, Diamond and Silk? Oh, go to dummycratsthemovie.com, dummycratsthemovie.com. You can get your tickets right there. It premieres October the 15th, theaters nationwide. All right, the premiere October 15th, dummycratsthemovie.com. Diamond and Silk, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for, having, for having us. And they joined us on the turnkey.pro answer line. Connect with Dan and Amy using the AM560 mobile app. Download it today at 560theanswer.com slash mobile.